So hello everybody, it's James from Posture Stars. Thanks for coming back again. Today I'm really excited to be talking with Carrie Ann Bradley from Pilates at Your Desk, who is an author, a Pilates instructor, and works with corporate and individual clients to help them get moving at their desk. Good morning, Carrie Ann. Hello. How are we today? You're down in Summerfield in the south of England. Somerset, yes. Somerset. Yes. You're not in a field at all, are you? You're in Somerset. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm jealous. <laughs> yes, it's quite sunny here today, which is, sounds like it's not the same in Stockport, but... No, it's miserable in Stockport. Thanks <laughs> for asking. It's sunny, it's a bit cloudy, but it looks nice. I just haven't been outside yet. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> it's always a good idea to get outside. To our listeners, if you haven't been outside yet, get outside and get some fresh air. It will, don't just sit there at your desk. Make sure you make sure you get moving um which brings me rather neatly in terms of getting moving to um you've just released a book is that right carrie Ann? yes move more at your desk <laughs> brilliant so those of you listening to this if you're at your desk we've got some good advice for you later i've got three simple questions to ask carrie Ann in our series about posture so let's get going question one carrie Ann, what is posture gosh um so uh, to me, I like to think about posture as how you organise your body in space. So whether you're moving through space, lying down, sitting or standing. That sounds, it all sounds very movement based and dynamic from a, from a movement based instructor. <laughs> OK, well, um, how you stack your bones. How you stack your bones, yeah. And some of you will be standing listening to this, some of you will be in public transport or running or on a bike, and some of you will be stacked badly in a chair at your desk as you slump over and listen to us. So hopefully we've got some, some good advice for you com coming up. So my, my second question to Carrie Ann is, um, what exactly do you do to help people's posture? Um, well... Me personally, I, uh, <laughs> I help them to think about how they can sit better or stand better so that they stack their bones more happily um, to create the most balance that they can within their asymmetrical structures. Uh, and I also guide people through movements which will create help towards creating more balance throughout the body through a series of flexibility, strength and alignment techniques. <laughs> Pilates movements and functions. Pilates movements. Yeah. yeah, great. So, um, I mean, we're, we're in the, in, I don't know when you'll be listening to this, dear listeners, but we're in the transition to hybrid working. So lots of people have started working from home at the moment. In your experience, Carrie Ann, do you think people are moving more or less as they're working from home-based environments? I think it's I don't think it's one or the other. I think it depends on the person really. So I think if it's someone who um, typically doesn't move very much unless uh, needing to move to get somewhere, then you may have found that you move less at home, i.e. because you're not commuting and so on. For those who are fairly active and actually have welcomed the fact that they have more pockets of time, either because they're saving on the commute or whatnot, um, then they may well be doing more movement at home. There are benefits to uh, well, I suppose part of what I've been doing throughout lockdown is encouraging people to move while they're sitting at their desks. Um, and, you know, one of the things that I hear repeatedly from clients is that it's all very well saying all this stuff. But the fact is that, um, that we have back to back meetings all day and it's very difficult to move. So I try to create ways of uh, flipping how that 
they, they think about that and thinking, right, well, I've got a minute before the next meeting moves, so I'm going to roll my wrists or I'm going to do three squats up and down from my chair or I'm going to move my spine sideways or rotate it. Or So to, to within that uh, um, limited amount of time that they have available to them to still think of ways and hooks to slot in more movement through the day. So, I mean, to to you and I, it's really obvious that we want to move more during the day, particularly if we're sedentary. But to some listeners, they might be thinking, well, what, what are the benefits of, of actually doing these movements? Well, at the very least, and the, probably the, the, the uh, outcomes that I like to focus on mostly, probably because I'm a movement teacher and do movement uh, of this nature, is that at the very least, it will leave you feeling less stiff, and with fewer aches and pains. Uh, it's not normal to, to have loads of shopping list long, uh, shopping list of aches and pains when you're like 40, although m- many people tell me that that, that is normal because uh, <laughs> it's a sign of getting off. Well, it's not. Um, you just have to move more and move well as well. So understanding how you move so you get the less up for it bits to move more and the bits that love moving lots to move a little bit less. Um, so fewer aches and pains, less stiff. Also, uh, lots of scientific evidence out there that shows that there's a positive correlation between movement and mood. <laughs> so <laughs> movement makes you happy. <laughs> if you like the movement, you don't, of course. Uh, it's <laughs> um, <laughs> it's uh, I remember listening to a podcast where the, the person being interviewed said, uh, have you ever gone out for a walk and come back feeling less happy than you were when, when you went? Uh, I, I think weather aside, perhaps, um, <laughs> that then, then the answer is you would tend to feel happier after going out for a walk, um, even if it's like 10 minutes. Uh, also, there's also a positive correlation, which you'll know more about than me, James, between uh, movement and um mental health so moving is has a positive impact on your mental health and there are longer term uh, outcomes that you can look at as well in terms of your overall overall health such as things like your cardiovascular health diabetes and so on there's lots of stuff out there about uh, smoking well yeah there is lots of stuff out there about smoking (laughs) but about sitting being the the next smoking and although I don't um uh, wholeheartedly agree that that's uh, the right sort of messaging that we should be putting out there because I tend to prefer to focus on the positive rather than the negative. And I know that's not great from a marketing perspective, perhaps, but um, <laughs> but um, uh, I think that uh, there, there is obviously lots of information out there about the potential impact on your long-term health should you be sedentary for long periods of time each day. Talked a lot there. <laughs> You did. That's great, though. It's 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 all relevant. It's all all very topical for our listeners. And I agree with you. Um, there's never a downside to going for going for a walk. Um, and also, really, I can't think of a downside to moving when you're sitting at a desk. Um, I always recommend to my clients that that they stand if possible for their Zoom meetings and their Zoom calls. And I know for everybody that's not possible. But it's the change in your bodily position that is of benefit. And I think that's what people mean when they say sitting is the new smoking. Is they're talking about constantly sitting. There's nothing really wrong with sitting for periods of time. But there's a lot wrong with sitting there for four or five hours at a time. Particularly if you're sitting badly and particularly if you're balanced poorly. 
you mentioned balance before as being something that you you check out in people carry on mm-hmm. um so i think that's right james i think uh the, the sort of idea that we should be moving frequently and in varied ways is 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 kind of like where we should be aiming for um but noting that as you said before that perhaps that might not be possible or it might feel like it's not possible and for for some people who have what they would describe as being sedentary jobs so yes mixing up sitting and standing is a great way of changing the position but also noting that standing still um, doesn't require you to use that much energy than sitting still so still getting your body to move but it's actually harder to stand still than it is to sit still Um, so you are negotiating uh, sort of negotiating balance a bit more when you're standing because you're trying to steady yourself, I suppose. Um, but that said, I think, um, yeah, if you do think that, okay, I have a sitting job, it's not possible for me to stand up. They're saying I need to keep my movement frequent and varied, but look, I don't have that much time. Then don't see this as a deterrent. So just do whatever you can take incremental steps to changing it. So, you know, tomorrow you say, right, first five minutes that I put my computer on, I'm gonna sit up on my sit bones, which are the bones underneath your bottom, and have my feet flat on the floor, and I'm just gonna wiggle around for a few minutes before I start work. So something like that, and then you can- Perfect. You could even have a sheet on your, behind your desk, whatever, tick, done that. And then each day you do that, and then you try to find other little gaps for, um, yeah, implementing more movement, more postural changes throughout the day. I think this is really important. Um, what you're suggesting is that people incorporate these activities within work as part of their work um, schedule, as part of their working practice, rather than saying, OK, well, I've, you know, I'm, I'm going to do a load of movement at seven o'clock tonight. I'm going to go to the gym, um, mm-hmm. which doesn't really undo eight hours of sitting at a desk. Yeah, it's a funny one, isn't it? I think um, the body, as we know, hates stillness. And so if you are going and busting out your moves at the gym or whatever it is you're doing, Pilates, yoga, hips, boxing, Mm. whatever, running um, for an hour and then you're still for the rest of the time, your body's not going to be very happy about it. Um, so, so as much as you, it's great to do that hour, of course, but as much as you can be fidgeting and doing, uh, movements, um, during the day as well, the better that's going to be long term. I'm, I'm laughing to myself, Carrie-Anne, because whilst, whilst we're talking, um, listeners, we're recording this, I can see myself on the screen. I'm standing on one leg and then after a while I'm standing on the other leg and I'm thinking, oh, that's great. I'm, I'm just so used to moving whilst I'm working that I take it for granted now. But a lot of people just, um, all the focus is on the work and nothing's on the body at all. And I guess we want to redress, redress that balance. Uh, so, Carrie ann if you were to give... It's so funny that you say that. Why? thinking to me and myself why is he he's talking about this postural stuff and he's got his right leg crossed over his left leg but it's because you were standing on your left leg <laughs> i'm standing on it yeah <laughs> this is so funny why is he doing that <laughs> now it makes sense <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i'm not sat there cross-legged saying wow look at me i've crossed my leg <laughs> And I'm like, he's got, what, is he sitting? <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No, I'm, I'm, I'm pretending to be a stalker or a pelican or something whilst, ah, we're, whilst, whilst we're working. <laughs> I'm sat down. A flamingo, that's that's the bird I was looking for. Whoops, I am sat on a stool. How do you feel? Um, what? Go on, I've, I've got a Pilates question for you. A lot of my clients ask me about the um, Pilates balls and using those for yeah. a seat. And, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm, I hear a lot of pros and I also hear a lot of cons about it. And I can think of some pros and I can think of some cons as well what's your take on pilates balls as a seat I, think, I mean i personally don't sit on one but i do have clients who do and um since sitting on them during lockdown all of the aches and pains they're experiencing on a day-to-day -day gone uh, i think it's really good for negotiating center when you're sat down because it moves a little bit a bit like you would when you're standing but even to a much a bigger degree also it's really difficult to sit with your pelvis in a posterior tilt when you're on a ball because it kind of moves it will put your body forward so you can sit more easily up on your sit bones you have to press into your feet to keep you in the middle otherwise you'll be sliding off side to side you can use your inside thighs so that would get you to engage your inside thighs a bit too so i think that if it isn't distracting it's not a bad thing actually from um what are the cons that you've heard mm. let's see if i can debunk some of them um well, I mean, it is a very active sitting, so yeah. it's a long time to spend doing, um, keeping yourself upright. Um, they are, they do take up a lot of space and yeah. they don't provide back support. So a lot of people do like the support of the back. Yeah. Um, they, they can be dangerous in that you might fall I've off. heard of, I haven't, haven't got any proof of, of people, yeah, them popping or, or falling off. I think there's, if, um, there's a great little YouTube video of Melissa McCarthy, I think it is, the American comedian, trying to trying to work on a on a Pilates ball and failing miserably, which I'll I'll put a link to in the show notes if anybody wants wants to see that. <laughs> She's hilarious anyway. Um, yeah, and and yeah, for a lot of people, I think they do need that back back support that they're just not going to get from from a, a bouncy ball. Uh, well, I mean, you can mix it up, right? Because you don't have any back support when you're standing to work, do you? So what's the what's the difference? Mm. Um, no. uh, my view yeah. on that is you've got the equipment to be able to hold yourself up there. And if and if you need a back support, you've got to question why you need to sit at the back of the chair in the first place. So, you know, it's not like, and I've had this discussion with a physio before where she said, yeah, but that means that you're engaging your core the whole time. Well, it doesn't, well, you are using the muscles that you need to hold you up there, but you're not squeezing, you shouldn't be squeezing your belly in or, you know, gripping your back or anything like that. You're literally sitting on your sit bones <laughs> and then stacking everything else above it. And if you are bracing body parts and putting yeah. them in and, then, then it's the same as putting your arm into a bicep curl for five hours. Why would you do that? You wouldn't. So you just mm -hmm. use the amount of muscular effort that you need to hold yourself up there. And if you've been advised to have a back support because you've got something going on, then of course, use the back support. And if you think the way, okay, here's something that I used to share quite often. The way I see it is if you are actively sitting while you're working and getting in your movement breaks throughout the day, then you can quite happily go and sit on your sofa and watch Netflix later on when you're resting. Right? So that's the way I see it. And I remember my Pilates mentor, Sarah, coming to my house and my husband trying to embarrass me by saying, do you want to see how she sits on the sofa, Sarah? And then he did a demonstration of it. And Sarah said, well, Tim, that's exactly why she does Pilates. So she can sit on the sofa like that. So I think that's... Ah, that, that taught him. 
Yeah, exactly. And I, but I think that's a nice way of thinking about it. Because what? Why? Why do we need a back support? Why? Like, mm. I, I, I'm totally I, with you. I, I think if you're using, I've, I've, I'm with you. If you're using your sitting bones well, then there's a lot of support available to you. And uh, I talk to, to I talk about it with my clients in terms of are you sitting or are you sat? So I, I go a bit all English language on them and saying, you know, did you are you sitting or did you just sat and that was that? And, you know, <laughs> and there is a distinction between the two. And even just saying it now, our listeners will be conscious of the fact that they're sitting and maybe making minor adjustments to themselves whilst whilst they're doing that. Is that because even even with that rest, most. What's that, that? Sorry. Is that because I I have to ask you because I'm not so good with um, English uh, language, <laughs> um, the, the English. Yeah. Language. So si- sitting is the present sitting. Sitting is active. Yeah, exactly. In, in both senses of the word. So sitting is an ongoing activity and yeah. sat is we'll go French now. Sat's a fait accompli. You've, yeah, you've done it. And that was it. I've done my I've sat. That's it. Game over. Now I'm going to do whatever. Um, so so i get all done grammar school education carry on i can't get rid of it it's it's i just have to i just have to grammarize people wherever i am i love it funnily enough because one of my friends pulled me up on using i i I don't usually say sat however i did say sat in my book launch q a section party and he pulled me up about it and i was meaning i was meaning to ask him um why? And now you've just clarified that, so that's great. <laughs> what oh, there you go. There you go. I feel I feel better already. The yeah. little Shakespeare in me is is patting himself on the back. Um, just just regards to seat backs as well. Very quickly, um, most people don't use them even if they have them. Most office workers will perch on the front of their chair, and yeah. they're, they're not even. So um, have a think about that, people. Okay, um, so my third question is, um, right now, Carrie-Anne, if our listeners could do one thing to help their posture, what would you recommend they do? Pilates. <laughs> <laughs> really? You surprised me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, well, partly, I mean, the sentiment is true, uh, moving more. So just trying to move throughout the day, moving. There's a great um, quote that says, your next posture is your best posture, which I take to mean that it means moving in and out of positions is what is good for your body. And I would agree with that. Um, When it comes to sitting, what what, would I say was the most, when you have to be still, because you're you're doing typing or whatever, and it's not, you can't um, get on with that. And when you're standing, is to make sure you're sitting on your sitting bones. So that provides the foundation for what goes above and below. And by the way, that includes not crossing the legs, because if you're sitting evenly on both sitting bones, then then you, you wouldn't be crossing your legs because you'd be on one more than the other. So sitting on your sit bones and not being too sort of... Um, strict about what happens at the top because we can end up really like lifting our rib cage up to the ceiling and thrusting our chest forward because we understand that's what good posture looks like however that's just moving the orientation of the rib cage so 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 actually it's not doing anything about the bit between the rib and the ribs and the um 
near the neck, which is the bit that we want to get a bit more extension in. So not worrying about the top bits, use movement and Pilates teachers and other movement teachers to help you with that bit. Uh, sitting on your sit bones and your... That wasn't one way. Fantastic. <laughs> that's, that's plenty. That's plenty. That, that's enough of that question. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks so much, Carrie Ann. So um, it's, it's been wonderful talking to you. If my listeners want to find you, where do they find you? Um, well, my website is pilatesatyourdesk.com and I'm on Instagram, the same name, at pilatesatyourdesk. And I think those are the two best ways to find me. <laughs> Fabulous. So I'll, I'll put those links in the show notes and also a link to your wonderful book, Move More at Your Desk, oh, yes. um, which people can people can get hold of on a well-known, um, a well-known um, international book retailing company. Yes. Uh, apart from that, it's been absolutely fantastic to speak to you. You clearly practice what you preach. Uh, have a great day. Goodbye, Carrie Ann. Thank you, James. Take care.